You know, whenever they release those studies telling you what places have the most germs, I feel like it's just a place of convenience that we all forget about that always comes in worse, right? It's your cell phone has more germs than a toilet, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. AJ and McCall on VFX. And the most recent one says, well, you're probably safer sitting on a toilet versus sitting in your own car if you're trying to avoid germs. Ew. Yeah, and here's the thing. So I think about it, right? So, like, the toilet obviously going to attract, I think, more cleaning attention to your car because just what happens where, right? Right. I would hope the same things don't happen in both places. So, and by that stretch, yeah, I think it gets clean less. But at the same time, it's just hard to picture because at the same time, I feel like at the end of the day, I'm like, okay, so wait. Like, I know, like, the number of cleans is not the same, but also you do realize, like, what happens in the bathroom versus, like, me just sitting and driving to go get something to eat, vice versa, I just it just mathematically doesn't add up in my head. Am I crazy? I mean, I guess it it sort of makes sense because you eat in your car and you, you know, as you're driving, when was the last time you washed your hands before you sat down into your car? It's true. Here's the th- okay, so get the hatchback, but the it says the germiest place in your car is the trunk. Mm-hmm. And I know the trunk is kind of a catch-all, mm-hmm. but I feel like the trunk is also kind of hit or miss. I mean, how, like, we did the, had this story, right? The, was it the Canadian guy or the Portland guy? I can't remember where it was. Somewhere in that general vicinity, the naked guy. Mm-hmm. And the lady had the naked guy in the car. And then she didn't notice it for three days, which kind of is like, Jeremy, is really, because, like, I don't really go in there all the time. I don't know what's going on in there. Well, the reason why it's the germiest is because you pick up your groceries. And when you pick up chicken that's raw and then you put it in the back of your car, there's germs. Uh, all right. Well, look, just, uh, Wait, wait, Febreze bomb? No, 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 no. Lysol bomb, your yeah. car. Best bet for anything, right? Yeah. Right. Speaking of cars, as we all know, I have no idea about anything. Mm-hmm. So when I think that the apps that I see for commercials all the time are a good idea, it seems like a good idea for me to ask a couple questions here before I get suckered into something that might be a scam. Now, by no means was the... I can't. It's, it was a new name. I don't. But there was a commercial during the big football game. AJ McCall at VFX, and it was advertising one of those apps where you could sell your car and they come pick it up, and then you don't have to worry about it, right? Because the lady sold it. They were like, "Oh, great!" And she's like, "Oh, they backed out." And as we know, I know nothing about cars, but I do know that I might might be in the market later this year to upgrade. And I was like, "Okay, so the convenience, right? That speaks to me. You don't have to worry about it. Boom, bam, boom. They come pick it up." It's out of your hair. But doesn't there seem like, look, I'm not saying the Facebook marketplace and all that stuff is always a scam, but like you got to be on high alert Mm -hmm. with stuff like that. We've heard plenty of those stories and those apps just see there's something inherently scammy that goes off in my head. I'm like, this seems too good to be true. Am I crazy? Has anybody ever used one before? I mean, I know there's been people around this area that have purchased things via the apps because I've seen a couple of different license plates that have done it, and I've got a couple of friends who have purchased. Uh, they're not, like, super close friends, but I know that they have, and they said that it was no fine. No complaints, yeah. Yeah. I mean, anytime you go in to go buy a car, it's going to be scammy anyway, so what do you expect? The bar is low. The bar is at the ground. That's true. I mean, because the other thing is, too, you think about it, because, you know, uh, I, and I don't know what app friends use, but, like, the, the other thing is, that it seem like, because the, the commercial during the big football game was one I've never heard of before, mm-hmm. and it seems like every time you turn around, there's not the same name throughout, and that inherently seems scammy, too, because, like, wouldn't if you, like, went to the same plate and the business kept changing its name, like, 
there's something not okay about that. Right. That the advertising is not the same week in and week out. I mean, there were two separate ones during the big game. So, I, I mean, there's just the two, one. there's just two separate, it's just two separate businesses. So, I mean, sure, it could look a little bit scammy as far as that goes, but nah. I don't know. This is where it just pays off, I think, to have, you got to have the car person in your family, right? Because they're always the ones that be like, you just got to, here's the price you listed for, you got to do this and help you make, take care of it, make sure you're not getting hosed in the long run, all of that. Oh. Yesterday, the day of Valentine's, of course, supposed to be represented, right, of the day of love. Not always the case, as McCall took us down a, let's not say fun necessarily, how about an interesting yeah. walk down memory lane? Yeah. Valentine's Day. It's the day of love. It's the day that everybody reminisces on uh, maybe some bad situations. AJ McCall on Utah's VFX. AJ is out this morning. But some of the craziest Valentine stories have come into us, and I have got to share them. Because we've all had bad Valentine's days. Flashback to when I was, you know, super young. I don't know, maybe like 14 years old and I got broken up with on Valentine's Day. I was crushed. I thought that that was the end of the world for me. It wasn't. I ended up being fine. And, you know, Dustin is like the best thing that's ever happened to me. I've been together for a hot minute now, but we've got some terrible Valentine stories that I really want to get into. So our first story comes in anonymously, said I was dating my wife of nearly three years now, long distance. I lived in Provo. She lived in Logan. I planned to drive up to surprise her for Valentine's Day with tea lights and other things to decorate her room while he waited for her return to surprise her. Now, obviously, I wasn't sure when she'd be home, so I couldn't bug her to not give it away. Well, he set up some tea lights on the antique green couch that she absolutely loved. Yes, I'd done this weeks earlier as a test run. The only difference when they tested it out was that he made sure to put something in between the couch and the fabric so that the metal bottom of the candle didn't, you know, melt. This time he failed to do so, lit the candles, blew them out, must have done it about 10 times. It was taking forever to get home. He didn't want the wax to burn out. So he relit them all and repeatedly blew them out because the anticipation was just killing him. So he received a text from her saying she was on her way home and uh, he hid in the bedroom room, waited, waited, glanced over to see a semi-big flame on top of the couch, instantly panicked, opened the window, so afraid the smoke detector was going to go off. He finally got the smoke and the fire and the water and everything, put it out, except her beautiful green antique couch that she loved was destroyed. She cried a bit because it turned out to be an entire disaster. Worst Valentine's Day ever. Oh, and they still have that couch for memories, of course. We got another message about somebody going out on a blind first date on Valentine's Day. The guy showed up. Uh, they went to, I guess, a local high school basketball game. And the date looked at him and said, uh, let's go out here and I'm going to play you some music. So he played three original songs on the guitar as they drove to his parents' house where he was living. They sat in the living room, introduced him to the parents, and it was the worst Valentine's date Ever. She said if she had known that there was going to be a meet the parents situation at the end of the blind date, she wouldn't have gone on the blind date. Which leads me into the question of whether or not people would still go on blind dates. Because Dustin and I met 
because of a friend and I wouldn't trade it for the world. That said, I have gone on bad, bad blind dates in the past and uh, I didn't love that. So Tinder has come out with a brand new feature. It's called Fast Chat Blind Date and it lets you enter into time chats and potentially match before seeing profile or photos or anything along those lines. So it's encouraging users to focus more on personality than looks when searching for a match, which in theory, sure, is probably fine. But it reminds me very much of... Um, uh, what speed dating is what it kind of reminds me of. You hop into this chat and it just circles through and you meet new people and whatever. So interesting thought concept, but I really want to know if anybody would be interested in going on blind dates at this time. Jenna is on the phone. What do you say? No, 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 no. Okay. That's not me. I wouldn't even go if one of my friends told me that they knew the person and they grew up with them and knew all about them and then tried setting me up with them. It wouldn't still happen. I'm not even about that lifestyle. Okay. I mean, that's fair enough. 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX. Let me know what side of this coin that you fall on when it comes to your online dating or uh, blind dating also. I don't necessarily disagree with Jenna. It's hard to imagine in this day and age where so much information is readily available that too many people would be interested in blind dates. I feel like it's more of a novel concept now. Like out loud, you're like, yeah, but then inside you'd be terrified. Yeah. But like, Jenna, come on. Like your friend grew up with them, everything. Like they got a good read on them. They have to. You'd think for the most part. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes your friend's views and perspectives of things are not yours. Post-Valentine's Day, they couldn't be that bad, right? It's the holiday of, quote, love. AJ and McCall on VFX for Florida are not, right? It can't be that bad. Yeah, it's not great. It's not great at all. <sighs> maybe so, just maybe that's the Valentine's Day present that never never runs out. Just I, dumb stories you can laugh at. I'm pretty sure it is. Two crazy headlines, please. Okay, headline number one. A thief broke into a store and stole $250,000 of Pokemon merch. Ooh, I respect this person. I don't. Very rough. But I understand it. He's got a ton of boxes, quote unquote. So, uh, mm. yikes. There's story one. Then we got story number two. A lady kicked in her ex-boyfriend's door, chased him around the house, threw his dinner on the floor, and then left. Just want to let him know how good he used to have it. I, like, I just mean, to yeah. remind him. Yeah, I know a couple of people like this. Coming up. There you go. Two crazy <laughs> stories. <laughs> Look, the Pokemon person is definitely between the ages of... 28-ish to 38. 100%. That's who this is. Like, I I could... We'll narrow this down in a, in a real hurry. That's a lot of Pokemon stuff, though. Mm -hmm. There's playing hard to get, and then there's playing hard to lose, which I think is exactly what happened in story number two for Florida not on VFX. Mm, yeah. AJ and McCall, let us hear the two, do, two dumb full stories. Okay, so story number one, some guy broke into a game store last week and got away with $250,000 in Pokemon merchandise. Dude's still on the run. So I, I guess they broke into a neighboring store, which was vacant, and then busted through the shared wall like Kool-Aid man style. Of course. So Classic. Anyway, he, uh, th he was caught on surveillance cameras, but again, the way he entered the back room, it wouldn't have tripped alarms interesting so anyway busting through the wall kool-aid style may not necessarily trip alarms Who yeah thought? 
Yeah. So, also, nostalgia for a nostalgia crime. Correct. So there's story number one. And we got story number two. A lady kicked in her ex-boyfriend's door and then decided to uh, chase him around to the house, threw his dinner on the floor, and then left. Uh, Bad smell. You ain't never going to lose me. Yeah. So... Anyway, he told the police that she caused $300 in damage to the door, plus $8 in damage to the barbecue chicken that he was eating. I can't read more because I have to subscribe to be able to read the rest of this story, but that's 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 the extent of it. So it did, it did say he wasn't being chased with a weapon or anything, right? No, just chased. Just chased. I mean, I don't know. I don't know necessarily, but chased him out of the house. <laughs> Leave me alone. No. Go away. I will not. Oh, jeez. Okay, uh... I would never steal $250,000 worth of Pokemon stuff, but I kind of get it. I, I'm going to go with story number two. Story number two from Florida. It is. Correct. Way to go. Hard to lose. Nice. I like how he specifically mentioned, he's like, there was my door, but then let's not forget the barbecue chicken too, officers. Mm-hmm. Don't Eight forget dollars. that. Eight dollars. I was looking forward to that. I really was. AJ and McCall, Florida not on VFX. Speaking of dinners, there are now two different ways you can go. How much is it worth it to extend your life? And I got to tell you, initially, maybe not necessarily the most appetizing, but I think they've come a long way in plant-based foods. Or you could take part in the newest delicacy in the UK, which I would assume would spread to the United States, and, you know, eat squirrel. Mm. Which way do you want to go? Do you want to live longer, potentially risk it all for the new hot delicacy? Mm. AJ McCall on VFX. So initially, there was a study that was done that said if you switch, I think it's sometime in your late 20s, to a plant-based diet, you could live 10 years longer. Now, my initial thought was, eh, like, but will those 10 years be worth it Mm -hmm. on top of the however other many I get out of it without things like tacos and stuff? But... But, but, after I calmed down the caveman part of my brain that was like, must have meat, I, I think we've probably made some decent advancements in plant, plant-based products. Yeah. Now, I can't tell you for sure. Maybe they still taste like trash. I don't know. But I feel like solely plant, I don't know. Try it. You know, at the end of the day, if it tastes fine, it tastes fine. What does it matter? Now, you can go from that side to the other side, where apparently the new delicacy in the UK, and it got a whole write-up in the New York Post, is squirrel meat. Gross. Yeah, that's kind of my reaction as well. Like, I know people who have had squirrel, and they're like, nah, it's fine. And see, that's the thing. Like, again, you you get the initial reaction, because I'm with you. I was like, oh, gross. Oh, disgusting. How dare you? But then, like, hear me. Like, if you go in... And you have no idea what's happening. You keep an open mind and you're served something and it tastes fine mm-hmm. and there's no harm that's possible, right? There's no disease, none of that. Like mm-hmm. nothing bad can happen to you. What does it matter, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess. I don't know. It's like if I want one burger, though, I feel like it would be like 12 squirrels. Now, that could be a problem. They may hunt squirrels to extinction to fulfill the meat-based needs. And it's ironic that squirrel meat has become super popular at the same time. It's like, well, you know, you could go plant-based. Yeah. 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 I don't... Eh. I think it would be hard for me to actively choose to order either one of these just because of force of habit. I think you, if you could convince me to try something... Without telling me, I think I get squirreled down that way. I don't know that I would actively be like, yes, um, 
Can I have the uh, squirrel steak medium, please? Gross. That would be tough. I'm that would sure be tough would... for me to do. Sounds like salmonella or malaria or something. <laughs> Again, I'm not necessarily against it as long as there's no health risks whatsoever. That That is numero uno factor. Yeah. I'm going to get sick, obviously, then no. I don't want to eat any of it. Ugh. Ugh. So, you know, coming to a New York restaurant near you, you could be the salad or the squirrel. I mean, which Gross. one do you want? Ugh. Gross. Okay, this I think was super interesting. I stumbled across a study the other day. Let's say you're working on something in your house, right? Mm -hmm. Minor, that you think you can handle. If you were going to solve it, what part of the internet would you go to? The internet is a great place sometimes. Yeah. There's a lot of information there that can be super, super useful. AJ McCall on VFX. And when I come to find out, and I did not realize it until I was talking to my sisters again the other day, is that uh, where you go to look for things changes, mm -hmm. which is not surprising. But like, if I say, like, say you were working on a small home project and you were going to, I don't know, paint maybe. It seems like an arduous enough that everybody could do it or whatever. And so you just wanted to look up some tips, make sure you got everything set, make sure you got everything right. Where would you go on the internet to figure that out? Mm, probably TikTok. And that's what my sisters would do. Mm -hmm. And I was blown away because I was like, Google. Google's 100% the answer, right? Like you would 100% go to Google to look up whatever question you have for anything because it'll have articles, it'll have YouTube, whatever. It'll all be there. And then I thought about it a little bit and I was like, well, well, uh, we got Sam on the line that says, Sam, Sam, you're going to look something up. Google, TikTok, where are you going? Oh, I go straight to TikTok. Look, I'm learning how to play the guitar, and I have learned a bunch of new songs from TikTok lessons. I mean, they're fast. They're easy to follow. Hey, listen, Google might work, and that's cool, but TikTok's a little faster. And here's the thing. So this is this is my one drawback, and I figured who better to ask than Queen TikTok McCall. Mm -hmm. Do you think you could find everything on TikTok? Like, guitar lessons, that totally doesn't surprise me. That, right. like, makes complete sense to me. But, like, working on your car, I think you could find... I mean, I guess I, I don't know that I can think of anything off the top of my head that I don't think would be there. But do you, do you feel like if you needed some information from home improvement to a hobby to a foreign language, it's all on TikTok? Yeah. I think once TikTok began, everybody was preaching how TikTok was going to end up going to scale. And it's a bunch of marketing mumbo jumbo that's probably not going to interest anybody. But I think more and more people, it, it, TikTok has reached a point now where... Um, there is as much content creation as there is content consumption, which is why people see fluctuation in their views and things. Just the other day I went on to TikTok though. I was looking up how to be able to create something on the internet and that's my go-to place because our attention span is very short and I know that I'm going to get the meat and potatoes from TikTok rather than having to go through somebody's life story on the internet to try True. and find a flippin' recipe. I know exactly what I'm getting. Yeah. It's short, it's concise, it tells yeah. me what I need to know, when yeah. I need to know it, and then I can move on. I mean, she's not, I mean, there, there does seem to be a kind of a set formula to YouTube videos nowadays, right? Mm -hmm. Where you're like, oh my gosh, scroll, scroll. Like, as, as I play video games, if I look something up, I'm like, how to find this? And you got to skip through like five minutes of crap. And then mm -hmm. you passed it. And you're like, okay, I don't even care anymore. Yep. I don't want to do it anymore. Yep. 
and with Google, with like the the thing that annoys me, and I don't know if they're legit or not, but anytime it pops like the first two searches or whatever, or like ads or whatever, I'm like, I'm not even gonna click on those. Yep. Scroll down. So, uh, Shelly's on the line. Shelly, what about you? Google, TikTok, where are you going to find stuff? 100% Google. I would probably just get a faster response if I Googled it rather than like trying to scroll through TikTok and, you know, I'd get a more factual answer too, I think. See, that's the interesting thing. Is so, like, that was my thought too, Shelly. Is like, TikTok is not, uh, I don't know, what, what would you say, like, confirmed as a source. But, like, the thing is, I think I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with McCall that I think at the end of the day, it, it like, legit someone who's doing it. And is there anything more factual than being like, here's how we're going to do it, right? I am a visual learner. So for me, it makes way more sense to go the TikTok route, and then, I mean, hashtags have made it so that everything is easy to search for. So you're searching for one thing, digital marketing, search, boom, there's a bunch of things. Or, you know, potato recipe, boom, there's a bunch of recipes and things. It's, I hate to say it, but I, I kind of agree, because if you think about the last time you Googled something, right, I'll tell you, I'll, I tried to Google how scoring and curling works. I flipped through three articles. I didn't even get the answer. Yep. Took Ashley finding a fourth one because I gave up to find out that it's the it's the stone closest to the circle. That's how they determine the scoring point. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, why did none of the articles I pulled up say that? Yep. I bet if I went to TikTok, they might have just be like, here's how it works. And then in 30 seconds later, I'm like, now I, the more you know. Yep. Blows my mind. Speaking, speaking of not being um, a reading learner, I tried one of your hobbies yesterday and I got to ask you about it because I found... I have an issue staying focused. Mm. Chalk it up to two in a row because, look, I'm not saying that I necessarily have been searching TikTok, by the way, mm-hmm. for stuff that's information, but I, I don't disagree with McCall that I feel like just faster. Like, because that's the thing is the annoying the annoying thing about Google. I'm not saying not everything is there, but I'm saying everything is there. Right. And that's the Thermo Fisher poll today. I forgot to say that. Vote. If you were going to look up how to do something... Google TikTok, where would you go? AJ McCall on VFX. Yesterday, I finally tried. because I actually stumbled across one that I was really interested in, and I didn't have the book on hand, obviously. Right. An audio book. Okay. And here's the thing. So never disagreed, right, with it's easily consumable. It's the great thing about audiobooks. You can put them in your car. I had mine on my laptop, wherever. You can put them wherever. They're easily consumable. My huge drawback to it was I figured because – you know, I tend to, tend to operate at times to put something on in the background and then do something else. I thought, okay, this is easier, but I won't retain anything, right? right. It'll just go, because I'll just eventually fade back into the background and I'm done with it. No, I actually retained surprisingly a lot. There's really only, out of a couple hours that I listened, like two spots for a couple minutes at a time where I was like, oh, crap, I got to go back. I missed that. But to be honest, it happens to me in books all the time, too, where mm-hmm. I'm reading and then I just start zoning. Like, my brain starts wandering off and I go, oh, crap, I just went through the last two pages. I don't even remember anything that I read. And you flip back and do it. Probably a little late to the party. Pro audiobook. It was great. And I just wanted to say, you're right. Thank you're you. Right. Thank you. I, When it comes to listening to media it's way easier for me to be able to retain because I don't have to focus on whatever it is and so it's this like subconscious thing so did you listen to it at normal speed or did you listen to it at a, at a faster speed <laughs> I listened to it at normal speed oh, okay 
See, for me, I normally listen to it at like one point. It depends on the author, but 1.5 or 1.25 speed. So then it's like retaining, but it registers in my brain. So I don't have the time technically to just zone out. See, that that makes sense. I, mine was sci-fi, so like oh, yeah. okay. more speed. I feel like I would have been, hold on, wait, what did they I'd go back? Right. Yeah, Because it was sci-fi, and it's a universe that I'm only loosely familiar with. I was super interested, and I enjoyed it. But yeah, I think if it was like a normal story, like if I was to read some kind of historical fiction. Right. Yeah, one. I'm with you. One and a half speed, whatever. If I got into a lecture, whatever, and I had an audio book, and a, one and a half speed, because I feel like I'd have to make my brain keep up with what was going on. I, I totally get that. Yeah. But no, I did not listen to it at more than normal zoom speed. speed. Yeah, zoom huh, speed. Weird. That, yes. What All that. Uh, so, it is tax time, right? Yes. And I have learned that there's one very important, not one, a very important distinction, there's probably several, a very important distinction of a really good tax person is if they can find little places to boost your tax return, right? Right, of We got a voicemail that I think you will be super interested in that I think your tax people might want to answer, and it has to do with commutes. There is one thing, and it might just be one thing, I'm just kidding, that I learned from my parents growing up, AJ McCall on VFX, is that the right tax person for you is the one that finds all the little... Little loopholes and little extras to help your tax return. Yeah. And it frankly is one of my favorite sentences that makes me feel like an adult saying, oh, I got a tax guy. Mm-hmm. Feels great. Yeah. Chad Valentine, shout out to you, man. Yeah, man. That being said, here is an interesting voicemail that was left for us because okay. we haven't talked about work commutes in quite some time. Okay. Am I crazy? I don't think people should be expected to pay for their commute to work. I think companies should bear the cost of getting their employees to work. Right? Why is it my responsibility? In Europe, that's how they do it in so many of those countries. If my boss wants me there, they should pay for it. I mean, they do. When you go to work, you get paid to go to work. That's part of it. Now, if you don't like it, go get 1099, okay? And then you can get all of your tax write-off as far as your travel goes. Because if you're using your personal vehicle to go to and from different places, then, yeah, you can use it as a tax write-off. But 1099s suck. So, well, the only thing that just initially the only thing that came in my head is, oh, you don't like it? Here, they go somewhere else. Basically. <laughs> oh no, so, you hate that? Work from home then. Sorry. So here's here's find another the, job. Here's the thing, like commutes. If it's to the point that a commute is a huge burden on you, and mm-hmm. for instance, so Ashley left the job because of this. So she she worked at a place in Brigham City for a year, I want to say. And one of the reasons she left, it wasn't the only it wasn't the only reason, it mm-hmm. wasn't the most important, but one of the reasons was it was a job where she had to shuttle people and she had to drive to Brigham and she had to shuttle people around Brigham and then she had to drive home each day, Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. And there was no cover for cost for that. And it wasn't one of those things where she demanded it. It was one of those things I think they used to do in the company and then they just cut the cost. She's like, I can't do this anymore. It's just not worth it. And, you know, it's a factor. Mm-hmm. Is it necessarily on the company? Well, I think that's to, eat, to each their own. In that case where, like, it's part of your job, yeah, I think it should have probably been in the conversation to be discussed. If you're talking about your commute to and from work, to be honest, that's part of that is just as much a personal choice, right? Because, like, you choose to live where you live. Yeah. They didn't purchase your home for you. They didn't purchase your your place of residence and you know 
I hate to break it to you, caller, but you sound like the kind of person who is going to be mad if you start working from home and the company doesn't provide you with all of the tools necessary to be able to work from home. Oh, I don't have a printer. I don't have a scanner. Maybe you should just work from the office then. Well, then you have to pay me for that. Mm, You know what? Mm, Fired. See you later. I'll find somebody else. Uh, commute, I, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe this is just corporate brainwash speak. Maybe that's the case. But I just feel like commute falls more so on on a pers- personal choice. Yeah. Like, you choose to live where you live, and mm-hmm. maybe I'm wrong. I also feel like you chose the job. Yeah. Maybe I'm crazy, but I feel like you picked the job, so when you picked the job, you knew that it was going to be a commute. Mm-hmm. Be really curious. Obviously, there's a lot of commuting in Utah, right? Preston to Provo. Yep. There's tons of it. Mm-hmm. Agree with the caller? Think he's nuts. 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX. We all know there's tons of commuting that happens here. Should you be compensated for it? If it's just, let's be, let's clarify. Should you be compensated for it if it's just your drive to and from work? Not you're responsible for anything in the car. Because that's a whole other conversation. I know there's there's a bunch of technicalities that come in when it comes to business ownership and when it comes to, I mean, construction type type thing. So that we're setting aside. We're yeah, not like talking go, that. We're talking drive, like you go to an office to work. Yeah, like, like, yeah, you're driving to the place you work. That's it. You're not yeah. doing anything in your car after that. It's to get you to mm-hmm. from A to B and back from B to A. That's yep. it. 68255, the number to text, start your text with VFX. <laughs> text in a certain family that I'm a part of. I will try to leave them anonymous because it was rough. Mm-hmm. Dirty word after this weekend mm. because someone set the all-time high in terms of go for broke. Snap judgment. Picture this, AJ McCall on VFX. Going out on a date. Okay. First one. Very important. First Great. date. And yeah. so one of the topics of conversation, a friend of mine, I guess, likes to get into, and I can understand it's an icebreaker, maybe it moves the bar a little bit lower, but the conversation is terrible dates you've been on. Because okay. if you've been out dating long enough, I think you reach a certain age, I think you can acknowledge like, okay, you're here and I'm here. We're not inexperienced necessarily. We've been through some stuff. Might as well chuckle about it and then see what happens. I think it's a bolder icebreaker than I would go with, but whatever. So, here's, so he's out with this girl. They're exchanging terrible stories, right? Back and forth, talking about exes. My ex did this, blah, 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 blah. Very casually, the girl mentions that, uh, oh, yeah, my ex just actually recently blocked me on social media and chuckle about it. And he laughed and they went on with the conversation. But he said it stood out to him because he was just couldn't put his finger on it. But there was something about it that he feels like he should pay attention to. But he's not necessarily sure because it was in the realm of conversation they were having, which was terrible dating stories. Mm-hmm. So, snap judgment. Is it a thing? Is it not a thing? Red flag, not red flag? What? I don't know whether it's a red flag or not. I actually just scrolled across something on TikTok a couple days ago that made reference to going on first dates and never discussing the way that past lovers have treated you. Interesting within the realm of basically the first month or so because it gives the person that you're going on a date with a gauge as to what it is that you'll put up with. Okay, fair enough. So um, as far as that, as far as the ex blocking you on social media, people are petty and you could get blocked over literally anything. So 
I'm as cynical as they come. So, like, initially I was like, whoa. Right. And then you think about it, and I'm with you. Like, especially think about where we've been on social media specifically. Right. The last, what, three, four years? Eh. It's not that big of a deal. Eh. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I don't think you guys should be like, hey, let's open this conversation with how eh. crappy my dating life is. <laughs> okay, jaded. How about no? That's not where you should start the conversation at all. Like, you're not, people don't drive, you glance in your rearview mirror, but people don't drive looking in the rearview mirror. If you do that, you get into an accident. You drive looking forward and you look in the rearview mirror as a reference of, you know, things that are coming up or things that are behind you. You don't, you can't, you can't start a relationship off like that. That's a fair point. I said I did a little bit too bold of a first date topic for me to yeah. begin with, but you know, yeah, teach their own. And but yeah, I ultimately I'm with you because it could be anything. Yeah, I mean that's the problem with that is that that's one of those things I think that's ambiguous enough. You're just gonna drive yourself nuts if you think about it because it could be anything from she's a stalker to homeboy was nuts, right? And finally he just was like, "What? You don't think that Cristiano Cristiano Ronaldo's gorgeous? Blocked? Like it could be anything. Yeah, it could be that stupid." So honestly, at the end of the day, it's what? Wasted energy, probably. Yeah. That being said, how about this? Speaking of needing to be blocked, go for broke has never existed like it existed in a text conversation that happened with a family member of mine this weekend. All I can tell you to start with before we get into the story is somebody got a wrong number and decided that wasn't going to stop them. Uh Uh-oh. Now... Personally, I don't feel like I don't think I have a story where I was given the wrong number. Mm-hmm. If so, it's gotta just be devastating, right? You get the number of someone, you reach out only to find out, hey bro, sorry. Not who you think I am. Right here, right? In the fields. Yeah. AJ McCall for the Goals Gym Debate Date on VFX. And that combined with I feel like how we normally react, usually actually one of two ways. Normally I feel like you get a wrong number or whatever. You're like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, uh, And people are pretty understanding, right? Right. Like, oh, don't worry about it. It happens, blah, 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 blah. Occasionally you'll get the, well, who is this? Well, who are you? Well, I asked you first. You get that kind of standoff, which is stupid too, because what does it matter? I didn't realize there was a third option. Oh. So here's the deal. member of my family over the weekend got a text from someone who said, hey, can't wait to to see you this weekend. It's going to be a good time. All sultry, right? Setting up the Valentine's Day mood. Set a picture of themselves all doled up. Oh. Wrong. One big issue is that the family member they're texting had no idea who this person was. Oh, rough. And explain to them like, hey, I don't know who you're looking for, but I'm pretty sure it's not me. And then said said mystery texter went on to complain. Said, I can't believe that jerk gave me the wrong number. I we had such a good time. I was looking forward. This is so stupid. Well, I've got a surprise for you, too. Full-on nude photo after that uh-uh. from Mystery Texter. Mm-mm. Pass. Followed by, maybe you'll like it as well. I don't like it. Go for broke. Wow. I mean, I feel like after somebody says, you know what, that's not me. You don't. You don't. You don't do that. Well, that's the thing is that they didn't even know who this family member looked like or did look like. It's not like they sent a picture back. Like they had the, they were given the wrong number. Right. Like, what? Yeah. I just, that was a topic of a conversation all this weekend. Like, look at this. I can't believe this happened. And be like, 
And everybody, everybody asks the same question. It has to be spam, right? I mean, and, I think, yeah. And face and body picture, they matched. And it's not to say that somebody can't come up with two pictures, but, like, it's hard not to be like, no, nobody would do this, right? Somebody's got to be, like, yanking my chain here. I just... You know, if people have anything, it's audacity. <laughs> and this is the perfect example of it. You don't know who's on the other line. You don't know who's receiving that message. Could be, could be a minor. Could be legality. Could be getting arrested. Facts. You are not incorrect. Like, I just, you know, people say shoot your shot, but like, don't empty the whole arsenal. Good gosh. Unshoot your shot. Wow. Undo. Go for, like I said, go for broke, got a new bar. Higher or lower, I guess that determines how you look at this. Like set the bar lower or went high and above to try and go for broke. But good gosh, that was, you know what? Thanks, Mystery Texter, because we had, you know, led to a great conversation for our get together for the football game. But Mm -hmm. wow. Mm -hmm. Just wow. I get it. Housing has exploded, right? And subsequently, apartments have also exploded. Mm -hmm. It's expensive. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, though, there is a trend in Airbnbs in right now Spain that I'm super concerned could catch on because, look, nobody wants to be nickel and dime, especially when it comes to AC in the summer. Right. Get to use the phrase nickel and diamond twice in the same show? AJ McCall on VFX earlier, the dude's talking about, right, the commute and uh, having to pay, works having to pay to, for him to commute. It's the voicemail we got, AJ McCall at VFX, and to a certain extent. But how about this? There's a video that's gone viral on TikTok, along the lines of our TikTok-Google debate earlier as well, uh, that they rented an Airbnb in the country of Spain and couldn't use the air conditioner because it was coin-operated. Oh. Now, the owner justifies it by saying that they were sick of people cranking the AC and running up the energy bill. Yeah. Most people online, though, seem to think that's overly stingy. Yeah. So here's the thing. I would find that kind of a tool move. I understand the justification for it. I understand people suck. But I feel like this kind of tool move, two reasons. One, personally, Airbnb, like the hotel doesn't charge you an electricity fee. Like you stay in there. I feel like that's what it's included. Now, you have a problem with the energy bill. There might be some way to circumstance, like put in a, some kind of charger early on. But like that's a jerk. But two, who has, who has coins? Nobody ever. I got to be honest, charge five extra dollars a night, call it good. Yeah, like that, I'm not saying I would be okay with it, but like if you just sneak in $5 into the fee. They're never going to know. Yeah. It's just the base price. That is what it is. I'm sure that's included when it comes to hotel stays and whatever else. Totally. You know, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure it is. Question is, would that be the most inconvenient thing to go back to that coin-based system where you stick it in there and you slide it in and it goes... What if it doesn't work? What if it gets jammed? Ooh, good question. Then what? What if it doesn't take your dollar bill? How Lord the knows heck? You use the, anytime you use that thing, those the most finicky machines in the world are the anything that takes a dollar or any paper bill, right? It's like, no, nah, it's not straight enough, bro. Did they have to create it? Did they have to... Pay somebody question. to engineer it? Because I don't think they just exist. What does it look like? I'm like somebody it. would have to create some kind of mechanism. Like, yeah, it looks like they attach like a a sensor to it that you put a coin into. And it just has a timer on it. 
That's what the setup looks like. Oh, okay. It's not on the so air not... conditioner necessarily itself. It's just near it. Mm. That's stupid. I didn't know those existed. That's not cool. Uh, air conditioner, definitely air conditioner or heater wherever you need inconvenient. How about having to pay to get into the, the bathroom? Mm. You got to drop it in. The door comes unlocked. Heaven forbid it's on a timer. Yeah. So you share, you're trying to use the facilities. You share I remember, I remember when I was in like elementary school, somebody said when they visited elsewhere outside of the country, you had to pay for squares of toilet paper. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. That that was a thing. But that, that feels like, like, yeah, I got a girlfriend. She's in Canada though. Like you're never going to meet her. Didn't it kind of feel like that? Kind of feels like one of those nuts stories. Like, nah, this sounds a little too crazy. I don't know. Uh, oh gosh, please don't let this be a thing. Dig- that thing was digital too. It wasn't like the one I'm picturing in my head, which means that people make new ones, which means it's fully an option for all of a sudden that to come back to a ton of different places. Let's not do that. That no, just no. Yesterday, Valentine's Day, and there's one very important thing that needs to be said. And the AJ McCall show is going to say it next Good. before we move on to forget what is voted the least favorite holiday of Americans everywhere. <laughs> voted the least favorite holiday of Americans. Valentine's Day is about to be put away before we come back to it next year. There's one very important thing that needs to be said. And the AJ McCall show at VFX is going to say, and let's thank you to all the workers, food workers, retail workers, wherever you were. Because if there's, I think, two things we know about people, it's one. <laughs> they suck. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you could generalize it that way. I was, gonna, oh. I mean, that ultimately that's the conclusion. I was gonna say we get complacent. Oh yeah. And two, when there's something that's important to us, self-involved, like nobody else matters. Yeah. What people are selfish? Are you kidding me? And so, newsflash. When it comes to Valentine's Day, people are forgetful, run out for the last minute, and don't understand right that there's not anything available because it's last minute. Mm-hmm. And two, if you're out to celebrate Valentine's Day, say at dinner or whatever, you know. My important day is more important. I don't know what else is going on with anybody else. I don't know why all these other people are here. Yep. So I don't care. Serve me. And by all accounts, we decided to stay in to avoid all that. Mm -hmm. And all I can speak for is Callaway's and Smithfield, but apparently the entire population of Smithfield decided the exact same thing. So they were just just phone call. Yes, done. Phone call. Done. Like you we had to try no lie. Five times to get through on the phone to put our order in because it was ringing that much. That's insane. Yes, I didn't. I didn't do anything. See, well, see, see, you're not part of the problem then. <laughs> no, I went home. I, I, uh, I had this this epiphany last year because Valentine's Day I think fell on Sunday, if I remember I so. right. And uh, Dustin and I, I was like, hey, you know, it's a Sunday. Let's see if we can get into whatever restaurant. And I remember calling and I was like, hey, do you guys have any like reservations available? We're in Idaho right now. So, I mean, we'll just drive down. We got to go into town anyway to go pick some stuff up. It's like two o'clock or three o'clock in the afternoon. I don't remember what time it was. And they were like, sorry, uh, no reservations. We're booked up until we got six hour wait time, basically, uh, which is after we close. So tough luck. And I was like, oh, okay, well. Yes, we're going to Taco Bell, and I'm going home and scratching some scratchers. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, we we, we did say we were just going to do it at home, so we figured pick up food. Yeah. No. Like, so just to do the pickup, and this, I don't think the wait time is crazy for it. If it gets a little busy, busy it was 45 minutes, but oh, Ashley said she, she picked it up. She got there, and there were, I think, 
four people in front of her. She mm-hmm. got there at the exact right time because the second she got there, I believe there were 10 immediately Holy behind cow. her Holy picking cow. stuff up. Nice phone ringing constantly. So you worked in retail. You worked in food. Thank you. Yeah. Just for big thank you from the AJ McCall Show for dealing with whatever you dealt with and doing what you do. Yep. VFX's Facebook roulette, AJ and I, McCall Taylor, if you're friends with us, well, we're looking for posts to steal. I mean, share. I mean, give credit to. Yeah. So if you're friends with us, it could be your post, McCall. What do you got? Well, I landed on a post of there's three cats in hats, and it says a council of catos shall judge you based on your 10th picture in your gallery. That was clever. Interesting. I landed on Watchworthy. Netflix, should I play this movie? Me. No, no, no. I'm just looking at it for a second. Netflix, I'll put it on. Me. No, I'm really just reading what it is. Netflix, it's playing. Yep. It's it's the worst. Pump the brakes, man. Please. Pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. I just wouldn't. YouTube started doing that too, by the way. Yeah, I know. I hate it. If you put the like cursor over stuff now, it's like, oh, you were looking at this. Here's the first 15 seconds. Now, I don't necessarily hate it for YouTube, but for Netflix, you're trying to read the description. It's like, all right, the movie's playing. Yeah, it's the worst. Bro. Absolutely. Bro, worst. calm down. You yeah. can win. Yay. The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, finding at us across all social media. Same with Utah's VFX and AJ and McCall. And again, if you miss anything, you want to sleep in one day, whatever it is, you can find the AJ and McCall show very simply. Just search for AJ and McCall anywhere podcasts are, like Spotify, iTunes, the Heart Radio app, AJ and McCall. We be there. So tell tomorrow for the AJ McCall show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. Thanks for listening to VFX.